Lord, I come before you, love to sing your praise. I worship and adore you, as you fill me with your grace. Lord, I come before you, surrounded by your love. When it comes down to your mercy, you know I just can't get enough. Lord, I come before you Love to sing your praise I worship and adore you This morning, everyone, God bless you, Fearless and Mary. Really great to see you, Fearless, and popping in more and more. God bless you. 
So listen, today I have so much stuff on my mind. <laughs> I I did the Intel show, I guess. I, I call it an Intel show. I do either scripture or Intel, and usually I combine them both. But I did the one on the the Super Bowl on Tuesday, and I got to admit, I felt somewhat comforted when I got a call from Cisco Wheeler the very next day saying that she thought I did a really good job. And for someone who's never been in a ritual, I'm beginning to understand how they have to do this delicate dance and how they have to incorporate these biblical characters. And there's a couple things that I really did not make the point clear on, in my opinion. And I just want to cover these things really quickly. The reason why the girl on the guitar was the proxy for Satan is because he was not there. He is on the throne. And that comes from Cisco essentially saying that they would not have done that particular ritual unless he was on the throne because this is preparing to bring people in. And yes, it has a lot to do with the shots. It has a lot to do with DNA. I didn't mention the DNA as specifically as I would have liked to. At the very end, when you see in the final songs, they've changed their uniforms. You got cyborg guy wearing the apple glasses or whatever. And then You've got them wearing these their suits, and it's showing the different body parts. That is the part that is showing the DNA, and it's about the DNA changing in people. And you'll notice, I'm noticing it all the time right now. Uh, God bless you, Wendy. Thank you. I'm noticing it even it, it just talking to you know people I've known for years, and I know they took the shots, and their personalities are changing. They really are. They're... Uh, not thinking in the same ways they used to. Now, you know, an argument be said, hey, our personalities change every seven years to some extent, or our worldview changes. But no, the ability to reason, a whole bunch of stuff is falling apart. And the last thing I want to say about that show on Tuesday that, you know, I, I did make the point, but I don't think I made it very clear when I mentioned the ritual, well, I, I believe it was a ritual sacrifice on October 30th of 2023 when Aaron Spears, the drummer for all of these satanic artists, Aaron Spears was died. He died and he was at the age of 47. And of course, the combined score at the end of the game was 47. They had all the Masonic numbers throughout the game, which I detailed fairly well, I think. And who is supposed to be 47 coming up? Now, that is very, very important. Oh, yeah, Mary, you're seeing it too? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I feel sorry for your brother. And listen, I've got a whole bunch of people that I love that have taken them as well. And it is just a fact of life. Also, I I wanted to mention the show last night, just while I'm doing a quick recap before I get into this stuff. Thank you to all, all of you who joined the Write On community. Please go to writeonyou.com, and then at the top of the page, you can hit the menu and just hit join community. It's super easy. 
It is built by you and for you. And when everyone participates, we're going to have something just so spectacular. I'm going to be talking a lot about it as we go forward, but please make sure to do that. And one thing that I failed to do yesterday, and I am so embarrassed about this, is just a real shout out to all of the, the moderators, the moderators. Some of you are here. Some of you and a lot of, you know, all the moderators on Telegram who helped me get it started because I wanted to populate it. I wanted to get feedback. I wanted to beta test it. And all of the moderators did a really great job getting in there and helping me populate it. Last minute stuff. You guys are so special to me. I, I just, I tell you the truth. I really, really have love in my heart for each one of you and for each one of you in the listening community, but I've got to know um, with some degree of intimacy, the, the moderators, of course. So I want to thank all of you for that. So I really wasn't sure what I was going to talk about. And I just, you know, at the last second had this destruction of the deep state rise of the Phoenix. And I think that's actually where I'm going to go with this. I want to start with a video that has really been making the rounds. It's gone viral and it's called the end plan. And I'm just going to play the audio from it. I don't know who the dude is, but it's one minute and 24 seconds, pretty concise information. And I have a lot of comments I want to make on this. And I think it'll all come together by the end of this program. At least that's my prayer. And and you know what? Speaking of prayer, let me do let me do this. First of all, verse of the day. I love this one. One John three eleven, and this goes right along with the right on community, of course. For this is the message which you have heard from the beginning, that we are to love one another. And if you are interested, at the end, and actually, I probably will just close with it anyways. I want to share what I've been reading lately in the Bible and where I think the show is going to go, at least for next week. You know, yesterday I didn't have to do a lot of show prep. I, I spend a lot of hours researching and really making sure I know my stuff so I can speak confidently about stuff. But yesterday I had an extra portion of time because I didn't really have to prepare much for the show the community launch yesterday and i had a wonderful three hours with the lord and and i'll even say even longer i'll put on another hour because the last hour of my sleep from wednesday evening i felt the lord was ministering to me in the most peculiar way like i was being taught some stuff about alchemy of all things. <laughs> Why would the Lord be teaching you alchemy? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what the gist of it was, because it was quite a revelation, and this wasn't exactly what he told me, but it is maybe a summation, and why alchemy is so important to understand. If you think of alchemy as an operating system, that ties in all of these secret societies and fake religions. It ties them all in together. 
And then if you think of it as the operating system, like your Windows or your Macintosh, whatever, you know, I'm just drawing an analogy for you. Think of all these different sects, like the Kabbalists, you know, you know, the Freemasons, the Jesuits. Think of them as apps that operate on this operating system. I really believe that the alchemy is the entirety of the operating system. But I also had a lot of other revelations in which I, I believe are going to come out. And no, they're not new revelation, like a new prophetic word or anything like that. But the the Lord answered a lot of questions for me. And, I, and I'm not going to tell say that the Lord said, Jeff, let my people know this. But, you know, I have to, when you pray to the Lord, and I, and I literally pray all the time, I say, Lord, how can I steward these people that you've put in this community that get to hear my voice? What can I tell them? What, can, what insight can I give them for today? And then things pop into my head. And like, literally, I wrote a page of notes in, in within a minute. And, you know, just like point, 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 point. Greater understanding of what space is, what dimensions are. <laughs> the temple in Jerusalem. I think we're going to get there in this one. And it'll be quite interesting. I think it'll tie into the show that I did on Tuesday about the Super Bowl. So let me get into this minute and a half audio. And I just want to give some comments because this will really tie in. It's called the end plan. So if you're not aware of the Mark Bird virus, that has already been implanted into the people that took the shots. That has nanotechnology in it and sleeper cells with it. It wasn't supposed to kill all the people that it killed immediately and right now. That's just dropping dead all over the place. That's how they tipped their hand accidentally. We weren't supposed to know this. We were supposed to think that those shots were actually a vaccine that were going to save us. What was really in them is nanoparticles, and they lay dormant until... They pulse a signal from the 5G network. Once they pulse the 5G network, which, by the way, the 5G network has nothing to do with Internet. If anybody's Internet faster, those towers are weapons designed for the military. Those are microwave weapons, and they operate on different frequencies. That's why they're putting them up everywhere. You didn't even see cell phone towers all over the place like these things are. It's not required for Internet speed. It's designed to run Project Bluebeam technology, which is the Holocaust <coughs> technology that's going to fool everybody about the second coming of Jesus and the false flag alien invasion. That's going to get the one world government in place because everybody's going to be freaked out, a one world military and a one world religion. That's the whole plan, just so you know. So pretty insightful video, I would say very concise. There's, there's a couple things I want to say about that. However, so the virus is being put in, there's record number of AIDS popping up around the world. Of course, there's Marburg, as he mentioned, the nanoparticles, we know that has been an established fact. Now he, he does say that we weren't supposed to know about it and they made a mistake. They tipped their hat. No, I disagree. I don't think it was a mistake. I think for the light side to rise, the dark side has to fall. 
And I think we were, it was done on purpose. And I think everyone is going to really realize it this year because, you know, all the experts, and I'm not a doctor, but all the experts said three to five years after taking the shot is when you're going to really see the effects happen. And this would be year three, folks. So I think that we're going to see, unfortunately, a lot of calamity. Yeah, Shingles has made a big comeback as well. You're right, Peter. And that was a, a side effect, actually, a known side effect of the of the bioweapons. Now, he also talks about 5G, and it hasn't made internet faster, stuff like that. This is a true statement. And also pulsing these nanoparticles will wake them up. There is scientific evidence to back that up. Actually, you know, one of the revelations I had the other morning when I spent that time with the Lord was on frequency. And, you know, I think what the Lord was saying to me is that frequency has two meanings. Obviously, you're hearing my voice right now, which is a frequency. Music is a frequency. Television, even the visual images are frequencies that travel through the air. But frequency has more than one meaning. And frequency can also mean repetition or a form of repetition. How many times, how frequent is this happening? And we're seeing the frequency of false flags ramp up severely now as the deep state is being more exposed, as Obama's coming into the picture with, you know, Russia Gate and, and all this stuff, the frequency is ramping up. Also, the frequency of the psychological operations, which the false flags obviously are as well, but in the truther, so-called truther community, the patriot community, inside the frontline doctor type community, all these people are starting to be exposed now. A lot of the people you thought were good are turning out to be not good. And that is just a fact. Hate to break it to y'all, but most people are bad. So there's the frequency. Thank you, sweet Southern girly. God bless you. By the way, it's working. The algorithm, by, by you guys giving gifts and giving likes, the algorithm has picked us up. I don't know if we're in the top 20 right now, but I'm assuming we are. We're getting there. And these live shows are actually getting almost double uh, what the regular shows are getting. So that is a really, really good sign. And it's because the algorithm is uh, is kicking in. The other thing he said about the 5G towers is not only is it a, is it a weapon, and I agree with that, but he says they're going to assist with Project Bluebeam. And I thought about it for... Oh, right on. We are in the top 20. Top 20 podcasts live right now. That's pretty big considering this is worldwide and there's, what, about 200,000 podcasters on here. You know, it's not a bad, uh, not a bad thing. So I was thinking about the Project Bluebeam because these are not projectors that are on the towers. But the answer is really, really clear. It's frequency. 
and they send audio signals, these towers. That's what they're designed to do, right? God bless you, Lind, Hannah, and Mary, right on, right on, right on. They send signals, and the effectiveness of Project Bluebeam has to be that not only is it so realistic, like the image, you feel you could touch it, but it has to be audible. Because if there's just a visual image without audio, it loses power. And I've covered this in the past. If you take a movie scene, and everyone has a movie scene that will bring tears to your eyes. If you, and no matter how many times you watch it, it'll just get you. But if you go to that movie scene and you put mute on the speakers and you don't hear the orchestra kicking in, you don't hear the audio, it has no effect on you. So I do believe that the towers will play a role in the audio portion of the blue beam deception. And just finally, yes, he does say one world order, one world government. I do believe that the the alien thing will be the last big deception. And, you know, I'm speculating here, of course, but I do believe that it'll probably be an alien <laughs> in the form of Satan appearing and handing off his power to the Antichrist. So just some things to consider. The coming, the invasion, they're now reporting on mainstream media that over 2 million suspected terrorists have crossed the border in the United States. Yeah, that's going to probably bring some chaos. Remember, order out of chaos. But there's some good news, and I'm going to play a clip of Chris Skye. Uh, Chris Skye has a reputation of being right on a lot of things. And always with Chris Sky, there is a language warning. But because he has been right, I could just repeat his words and make it clean. But I want you to hear his words because I want to give a comment on this. What's going on, everybody? We got huge, huge news in the fight against the globalists and the so-called climate change agenda. Well. It is becoming so expensive to keep the lie going. And that's what always happens. The longer a lie is going, exponentially more effort, time, and money is required to keep it going. Well, the climate change lie is finally, finally running out of steam to the point where J.T. Morgan Chase and BlackRock have just announced that they are pulling out of sustainable development policies saying that their current in-house policies are more than sufficient. This is a way of saying that even people who have trillions of dollars are not willing to spend the increasingly billions and billions and billions they need to to try to convince you that your SUV is going to kill grandma and unless you stop eating meat, your children are going to be living on a barren planet. Okay, you know what? I'm going to Stop it there before he drops the mother of F-bombs. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a big win, right? There's big headlines on it yesterday. BlackRock, and they're the ones who've been pushing ESG and all these things, the sustainable goals. 
And so you think that, oh, maybe climate change is losing. And, you know, certainly with Chris's enthusiasm, it would sound that way. But I actually replied to him, and I'll just read you what my comment was this morning. This sounds like a win on the surface, but my observation is they operate under different rules. Rules for thee and not for me. And then I put the question, do they attend climate summits in private jets? <laughs> so, of course not. They're going to save the money. Doesn't mean you're going to save the money. and probably means they're going to ramp up what they charge you for this stuff. I know our carbon tax in Canada is going up. And just as a reminder to all of you, and maybe some of you who are new to the program, around the world, they're implementing carbon taxes, you know, which is going to limit your ability to move around. They want to put in the social credit score. They'll have it tied to the digital dollar that is coming. But just know the key point when they say carbon tax, you are carbon. That's what you are. <laughs> and actually, the planet is at a low as far as carbon goes, and it's detrimental to the environment. We actually need more carbon in the environment right now. They've been killing it off on purpose because they're trying to kill us. <sighs> All right. Now, I want to play a clip of Donald Trump, and this was just from the other day, and it's quite interesting, and I guess this will, uh, by the way, put in any questions if you want or comments, I'll read them on air, or if you want to call in, you can call in. Oh, can I give you one more little revelation thing that I had? I, and all of these things are going to do shows on, I'm sure, but speaking of climate change, and I realized this, and I realized this because I've been studying a lot of prophecy lately. And, you know, I'm, I'm in Matthew 24 at least once or twice a week. I'm telling you, you'd think I'd have it memorized by now, but it doesn't matter. I see new things. And why have they always brought in climate? Well, the globe is something that, you know, we all have in common. For you, the flat earthers, don't call me on that. Just the planet, okay, let me just say that. <laughs> I still believe it's a globe, but uh, to satisfy everyone, the, the planet, whatever shape it is, we all have that in common. So that's one reason, because it's a way to tie in all of humanity into their control structure. But also, here's the revelation. What's going to happen in the last days? Well, God is going to ramp up his natural events, the shaking of the earth, the earthquakes. You know, earthquakes are up like a thousand percent over the 1900s. Did you realize that? It's like birthing pains. The earth is crying out. And the winds, and of course, there's man-made manipulation on top of it all. But I believe that's why they're doing the climate agenda, because they know what God is going to do, so how do they capitalize on God's word and invert it for their purposes? Climate change. Come on, someone give me a thumbs up or something on that. <laughs> is that not a revelation? It makes sense, does it not? Okay, I know I'm right. 
I know I'm right on that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you all. All right. Now here is a really telling clip and I wish I had the full one, but remember how I started off with talking about the Phoenix rising and the Super Bowl. Have you heard this clip of Donald Trump from, I believe it was Wednesday or Tuesday? And they died to protect. Let us also pledge to tell the stories of Robert, Chris, Andrew, and all of America's fallen warriors today and for the next 1,000 years. And for the next 1,000 years. And for the next Wow. Kind of sounds like manifest sons of God thing, doesn't it? Yes, I can share it with Diggs. I certainly will. In fact, I'll do it right now so I don't forget. Bang! Just like that. You see how willing I am to serve sweet Southern girly? <laughs> Yeah, for a thousand years. <clears throat> By the way, who does Trump have as his, <laughs> I'm going to use this word, ecumenical council? <laughs> ecumenical council? They're a bunch of NAR people. What do the NAR folks want to do? Which is all the major ministries in America. Like, any sizable ministry that I don't know of one sizable ministry in America, probably around the world, that is not NAR. And NAR includes, I, I you know, I put the uh, the Word of Faith people in there. I put the Prosperity guys in there. I put, I just bundle it all up under NAR, just so you know. I use it as a general term now because there's so many factions of it, and they're such liars. They hide all kinds of stuff in there. Good question, Michelle. Age of Aquarius or millennium? And that was a question because she put a question mark on it. And I said, I'd take questions. I think they're the same thing, except they know it isn't. Theirs is not going to last a thousand years, but it's the inversion of God's word because they know Jesus is going to bring down his physical kingdom 1,500 square miles and set it on the earth. It's already manufactured, folks. It's ready to go. He's just waiting for the father to tell the angel. The angel comes over to Jesus says, okay, let's do this. <laughs> like it's that simple. And so the devil inverts God's word and he's telling these people and the people in the NAR and the people who are in the Luciferian cults and stuff like that, they believe <clears throat> that they will be as God and that they will reign for a thousand years. But that's without Jesus being down here. That's them reigning for a thousand years. What the Bible says is when Jesus brings his kingdom here, we will reign with him for a thousand years, but under his very strict leadership. And you you know what I've wondered about, and, and I'm just going to give you my, my thoughts on this, and it's just my thoughts, you don't have to agree, but why would Jesus bring his kingdom down to earth for a 
thousand years when heaven already exists? Why don't we just go straight up to heaven? Put it in the chat if you know the answer or you think you know the answer. Why do we have to do this thousand years here on earth? Why? And by the way, there's still people alive in their flesh. We will have our new bodies, but there's still people alive in their flesh. Why? Well, seven is the number of perfection, is it not? And at the end of the, se the seventh day, Jesus rested. When God created the earth, it was perfect. There was no sin. Then the fall of man came in, and there was 6,000 6, years of the fall of man. We're coming up really close to the very end of 6,000 years. It's debatable which year it is, but I would say 2030. <laughs> and it seems that the enemy thinks it's 2030 as well. But then God brings his kingdom down and redeems the earth. He redeems it. He shows this is how it could have been for all of those years because we're under the rule of a righteous king, Jesus Christ. We're under the rule of him. And there's still people outside the gates, you know, probably ones that were in bunkers and survived the tribulation. But, you know, the ones who have the bunkers are the one who, ones who rule over us right now. They're going to come out of the bunkers, and guess what? We're going to be ruling over them. <laughs> and of course, you know what, there's, and, and Armageddon happens at the end of the tribulation, but there's so many conferences and they're still happening on the Gog and Magog. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, if you read the Bible, the bottle of Gog, the battle of Gog and Magog happens at the end of of the thousand year reign of Christ here on earth, where every person, because they'll still pre procreate, they'll, the people outside of the gates will go on. It'll be a very few amount of people, but they will go on. They will start to rebuild societies and they'll do it for a thousand years. And at the end of a thousand years, they're going to assemble just like they did in Armageddon. They are going to assemble at the Battle of Gog and Magog, and they're going to try to overthrow one final time the Lord Jesus. And if you looked at the if you look at the scripture when it pertains to the Battle of Armageddon, Jesus ends the war in less than a verse. <laughs> he doesn't even give a full sentence to it. Yeah, he just kind of speaks and it goes away. And the same thing is going to happen with. Gog and Magog. So I wanted to say something that will get you thinking. You heard the clip from Trump. You heard the Phoenix rising on the Super Bowl decode. By the way, what did you guys think of my theory on the bulls? It's just a theory. It makes sense to me, though. It makes sense. Let me know what you thought about the theory of the bulls about Satan actually filling it up with iniquities so that judgment will be passed on earth. Good theory. It's not the gospel. Just want to let you know that. 
but we had the rise of the Phoenix. We have, you know, as in the days of Noah, where there's going to be a, a transformation of the DNA. It doesn't mean everyone's going to be giants. Although, have you seen the new Desjardins commercial? They're now starting to normalize giants. <laughs> you see, I'm telling you, look it up. You'll see it. Desjardins, there's a giant, and he's going around helping everyone. But DNA is changing. And it was all about the rise of 47. Now, right now, and, and anything can happen, folks. Anything can happen. I'm, I'm not a predictor of the future. However, it looks like right now there are two main candidates for 47. One is Kamala Lala, and the other one is DJT. Oh, hey, Linda, right on. Thank you for joining the, uh, the fan club. I don't give any extra perks or whatever, but you do get extra things available to you in in the chats and stuff like that. Uh, Some great privileges are unlocked. If you haven't joined the Right On Radio fan club on Podbean, please do that. It's a great thing. So thank you so much for joining that. And so it's about 47. It could be Kamala Lala or DJT. If it's Kamala Lala, well, it looks like the light won't rise and Satan will take his losses and uh, just bring on CBDCs and all that stuff and war and he'll bring it on that way. But if DJT gets in as 47, which I think is going to happen, folks, he will snuff out the deep state. He promises to do it and I'm sure he's going to do it if he gets in. But you know what? What is Trump also famous for? Well, what about the Abraham Accord? What a success story that was, right? I'm just thinking out loud, but do you think he could bring peace back again? Because he keeps saying on the campaign trail, these wars would have never happened. None of these wars would have happened if I was in the office. So he's a man of peace. And I was reminded when I was considering these things that Trump is a builder. You know, and he gives out this famous story about, I think it's in Brooklyn, or it was in New York City somewhere, actually right outside of Central Park. And the government was trying to build, I think for like seven years, they were trying to build this massive ice skating rink. And they spent a whole bunch of money and never got built. Then finally, they gave the job to Trump. And Trump built that massive building way under budget. And in four months, spectacular accomplishment. And when I was considering that great building accomplishment, and of course he builds the most beautiful resorts around the world, I'm reminded of the Trump coin that they have in Israel, where they actually have his face on the coin, and they got his face with King Cyrus, who defeated Babylon without firing a shot. And on the back of the coin is a picture of the temple that is to be rebuilt. I just wonder if, well, I'm, I'm suggesting I think he's going to be the one to build the temple. I think he's a builder. 
I don't know if he's going to be the guy that sits in the chair and does the abomination of desolations. I don't know that. Is it possible? Yeah. I guess. But I think he's the builder. Just a theory, folks. That's pretty wild what we're seeing play before our very eyes. When you think of just that Super Bowl, you think of that coin, you think of him as a builder, and we know that that building has to be built. And if let's say he got in in November, by the way, when he said in on September 26th that he would be in office in less than five months, and he only said it the one time, you know, every other time he's talking about November of this year, but just saying, if it was within that five month period, that gives us another 10 days. So, and there is a bunch of election stuff happening. So who knows, who knows? It would probably save us a lot of chaos. <laughs> and, and, and I just want to mention this, like I'm probably going to have to do a show on it, but this whole Russia nuke in the sky thing, they're telling you that there's going to be an EMP folks. Go to empshield.com, use ROR. I don't bring that up just to do a commercial. I do that because it's going to happen. Okay, I'm going to finish with this. I have really been looking at into Daniel again. <laughs> again. <laughs> you can't understand Revelation unless you understand Daniel. You know, all the other prophets, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, all of them, you know, they all have major roles in this. But Daniel is the one that gives out the timeline that co correlates to the book of Revelation. And I'm just going to read from 24 to 27. They're fairly long verses, however. So please know that one day is a week and one week is a year. So when it says 70 weeks, it means 70 years. Okay. Daniel nine, verse 24, 70 weeks have been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish the wrong doing, make an end of sin to make an atonement for guilt, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy and anoint the most holy place. So you are to know and understand that from the issuing of a decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the Messiah, the Prince, there will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. It will be built again with streets and a moat, even in times of distress. Then, after 62 weeks, the Messiah will cut off and have nothing. And the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary, and its end will come with a flood. Even to the end, there will be war. Desolations are determined. And he will confirm a covenant with the many 
for one week. But in the middle of the week, he will put a stop to sacrifice and the grain offering. And on the wing of abominations will come to the one who makes desolate until a complete destruction, one that is decreed, gushes forth to the one who makes desolate. So it's talking about the first temple. He's talking about the second temple. You know, at COP28, there was a seven-year treaty signed and in December 12th of last year. That isn't the one to bring peace to the Middle East, though. And there will be one who comes up and makes peace in the Middle East. And then the temple will be built. And after three and a half years, the peace treaty will fall apart. But of course, during that three and a half years, we're going to have a lot of climate change, folks. <laughs> Read the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The opening of the seals. More on this probably Tuesday. I want to dive into this and start to really look at it. You know, I uh, no one knows the hour or the time that you'll know the season. And I can say with a great degree of confidence that I think I know exactly where we're, where we're at biblically. I've been looking at this hard for the last couple of years, folks, and I want to make some bold statements. Now, it doesn't mean I know the hour or the time. I don't. But I believe I know the season that we are in. And you know what is really incredible about this season? That God has chosen you for this time to be his witness, to be his voice in the flesh. He chose you. Remember to love your God. Love your right-on radio family and your natural family, but your spiritual family is actually your real family in many ways. A lot of people have said that. I agree with it. God bless you, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. I'm so glad you uh, stayed up so late. Love your neighbor as yourself and go join the right-on community. And in the meantime, remember, this is probably the greatest time in history to be alive. So let's celebrate. When the Spirit of the Lord moves upon my heart, I will dance like David danced. When the Spirit of the Lord moves upon my heart, I will dance like David danced. Está en mi corazón Yo danzo como David Si el Espíritu de Dios Está en mi corazón Yo danzo como David Oh, yo danzo Yo danzo Yo danzo Como David Oh, yo danzo Yo danzo Yo danzo